Okay. Hello and smelcom. Is that how you want to start? Yeah, it's probably too early for inside jokes, but we'll get back to it. <laughs> Do you want to tell everybody what we're what we're doing here? Sure. So we are going to talk to you about restaurants and um, food that we have eaten and experienced because we often find ourselves doing that with each other. Yeah. And well, before you get too into it, should we? My name's Anthony. Okay. Your name's Laura. I'm Laura. So we're going to clue you into our private conversations about restaurants, which we find so exciting that we think we should make a podcast about them. So, yeah. So here's my elevator ride of what we're doing here. Elevator pitch. Okay. So uh, my name's Anthony. Like I said, this is Laura. We're podcasting to you from my basement studio apartment in San Francisco. <clears throat> I am from New Hampshire originally, went to college in Boston, moved to New York City, and now I live here and I work in tech. And Laura has been all over. From Buffalo. From Buffalo, went to school in Ohio, lived in Vermont, went to grad school in Boston, and then now live in right. SF. I'm 31. We don't have to say how old you are, but she's younger than me. And we have made this life in San Francisco, and <clears throat> recently we've both been, what is the word, be, trying to be like f- foodies? We like food. I feel like foodie is such a pretentious word. Yeah, we like food. We like food. We, okay, also we have this situation where Anthony has the world's tiniest studio apartment, and there's literally not even a kitchen. So, and I have two roommates, so cooking is hard. And San Francisco has one of the best restaurant scenes. Yeah, I mean, even if you we had an awesome kitchen. You don't I think we would cook? Well, I think we would still go out to restaurants. Yeah, <clears throat> we probably wouldn't order in as much. Yeah, like we're just now eating the best pizza ever. Well, The one best of two, pizza on the West Coast. Yeah, in San Francisco, one of two that we think Anyway, we're getting way off topic already. We're already ranting. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so we both go out to dinner together all the time, and we end up, you know, basically like reviewing the restaurant to ourselves. But here's the thing: we don't take ourselves very seriously, and we also yeah. know that we probably don't know what we're talking about. We definitely don't know what we're talking. We definitely about. don't know what we're talking about. We only know what we like. Right. So we have dubbed this podcast unprofessional palette unprofessional palette because that's what we think we are we're unprofessionals and we have palettes mm-hmm. we like to talk about them yeah we're just humans going out to restaurants exactly. talking about them so in this episode there's no agenda but what we thought we would talk about was uh, what we just did last week which was we went to austin texas to celebrate anthony's birthday to celebrate my birthday it was amazing it was really hot i have the sunburn to prove it on the back of my neck and you're officially a redneck oh nice one (laughs) and we had my birthday dinner at this really awesome place called jeffrey's right yeah i think it's like a historical institution of um quality restaurant touring in texas or at least in austin it seemed to have been there for a long time yeah 
And it was recommended by multiple people. Yeah. And kind of recommended by Gwyneth Paltrow because she had Josephine House, Jeffrey's sister restaurant, on Goop. Yeah, total sidebar. We love Goop. We love Gwyneth. We try to hit all of the restaurants that she recommends. Yeah. My 30th birthday was spent in Nashville. We went to Husk, which we'll talk about in another episode possibly, based on her reco, and it was amazing. Yeah. Huge win. Okay, so Jeffrey's was great. It was so we great. We stayed at the Omni, Omni Hotel in Austin, and it was, it was fine. Whatever. It did the job. Yeah, uh, but that particular night, June 30th, mm-hmm. um, I put on a collared shirt, which is rare, but I did. <laughs> Short sleeve with shorts, which is even more rare, but it was... 105 degrees. So. You were rocking a dad look for sure. Yeah, well, I wouldn't use a slim cut. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we got there. We took a lift. We did. Um, and when we got there, um, the person who took the reservation had asked me if there was a special occasion. Right. So she knew that it was your birthday. Yeah. And when we were greeted, they wished you a happy birthday. That's right. And took us right to our table. All of the employees at the Jeffrey are, or Jeffrey's? Jeffrey's. Are super courteous and very kind. Yeah. They're all like, this is like one of those restaurants where, was there white tablecloths or am I making that yeah, up? Yeah, white tablecloths. White tablecloths. People every- who come by with like the little metal thing and like wipe the crumbs oh. off the table so that you are like because I'm super, super dirty. aware of how many crumbs yeah. you're making yeah he's really good at it too he got them like every time with one try and I was just like <laughs> he had to sweep up my crumbs three were you times. trying to make it harder for no him? <laughs> no I mean actually get embarrassed by that but he got them but also so like the waiters and waitresses they are like in some sort of like tux I wouldn't say tux it wasn't but... a tux they had um they had white collared shirts on. They might have been tux shirts because they had a lot of buttons, and I don't yeah. really know any other shirt that has I, a lot of buttons I like that. I want to say bow tie. Bow tie, um, white aprons, I think. They looked all yeah. very, professional. very professional. And then there was that lady walking around with the long blue coat. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her job was. Um, I don't remember that lady. She led me to the bathroom. That's oh, all I know. Nice. That's about the her. service level we're talking though. Like yeah, I was a, like, hey, where's the restroom? And she was like, follow me. Yeah, when you go to a restaurant and, like, someone, got, like, leads you to the restroom, yeah. I feel like that is a yeah. nice level of service. Like, are you going to come in and yeah. help me, too? So, so, okay, so we got there. We took a lift. That lift driver was awesome, by the way. Oh, do you remember that the person, her riders before us oh, had yeah. left their keys? I hope they got their keys back. I hope they did, too. That's they probably be, did. She was so that's nice. It's going to be a nightmare. Our Lyft driver had also lived in California and was commiserating with me about getting her car broken into because mm. my car got broken into in California. Because I live in the outer sunset and there are some nefarious people walking around. There are beach bums. Okay. I wasn't going to go there and use that <laughs> well, term. Well, nefarious that's, I guess sounds worse, I think. Yeah. Nefarious well, sounds like they're evil well, villains. They did, they're just like beach bums. They just... <clears throat> they break into cars they and break into cars. yoga mats. Uh, <laughs> Back on topic. Okay, so... Okay, we get there. It was amazing. They wrote Happy Birthday, Anthony, on the card, which yeah. I thought was a really nice touch. I still that have it. That was super it. nice. They also did that again, backflash to the, 
30th birthday in Nashville, Husk did that as well. So like, yeah. okay. so they're like immediately living up to like expectations, Perfect. you know, like high expectations. So, okay. Um, do you remember what we ordered? Yes. Okay. But one thing that I really, really loved is that, um, our waiter is also a sommelier. And so okay. Jeffries has one of the best, if not the best wine list in Austin. And I grew up with a father who collects wine and so wine from my family's opinion is one of the most important elements of a meal and it was great knowing that we could ask him questions if we wanted to we ended up just going with a cab franc from napa valley because we're from sf but that was a really delicious wine i thought it was delicious also yeah. I always feel like very, um, what is the word? Like, I'm not prepared looking at a wine list. Really? Yeah. So I, I never know how to pronounce them. I don't know where they're from. Like, I don't even really remember what I like. I know I like yeah. reds. I usually take the lead on wine. Yeah. Anyway, so we, we got... We could take like a class and learn about wine. I don't know if I need a class. I think I just need to like remember like flashcards almost. Like, mm, these make... are the wines you like. <laughs> Cab Sauv, right? Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon. You like Cab Francs too. Cab Francs and Cab Sauvs. Blends. For, for reds. And you then like whites. Blends. Red blends. Okay, so I didn't even know. You do. Because they're like. So Cab Franc is lighter, it's mm-hmm. closer to Pinot Noir. And then Cab Sauv is. A little bit drier, a little bit more full-bodied, and blends tend to be a lot more full-bodied depending on what is in the blend. But if it's like a blend with Syrah in it, it's going to be on the drier side. Yeah, I mean, you already lost me. Okay. But I do like drinking wine. <laughs> um, more so than beer because when I drink beer, I get really, really bad hangovers. Like the worst hangovers. And it's like after two beers. like. Something is fundamentally going wrong in Anthony's body. It's not a normal hangover. Yeah. Last time, I had like three Coronas, two or three Coronas. And just to give you, just to paint a picture here, mm-hmm. two or three Coronas with food. Mm-hmm. Over and, like four hours. Yeah, that might be a reach. At least two hours. Yeah. And the next day, like we're talking head in toilet bowl. Stay home hungover. from work. Kind of situation. Yeah. Not yeah. great. Embarrassing. It might be a good... But you can eat pizza. It can't be a gluten allergy. Yeah, Pizza's I love your pizza. favorite food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what it is, but... Can't do it, but can drink wine. Okay. Like a fish. Not really. I'm like a lightweight. A so, we ordered wine. And our waiter brought it over to us. He was knowledgeable about... The vineyard and like was talking about the vintner um which was great and then before we order i have food allergies which makes eating out in restaurants so let's time out for just for a quick second so so what laura's about to get into is probably one of the biggest like grading systems if you will judgments Uh, judgments um of whether or not we are going to have a good time and or potentially even stay. Yeah. So we're, we're super serious about this. Yeah. 
just to just to set the scene you can go ahead okay well i have very serious allergies um i'm allergic to nuts and peanuts um nuts meaning tree nuts um and it's tricky because restaurants are tiny places and things move fast in kitchens and not everybody takes it seriously yeah so like for example if you were to eat a peanut we'd go to the hospital and and we'd have to get there fast and like i'd have to jam an epi pen into your leg yeah and then seconds. we'd be hanging out in a hospital for like five hours while i'm hooked up to an iv drip and you're stuck watching shitty television right are we swearing um i think you just swore i can bleep it okay we'll figure it out we'll try not to swear okay i guess um so yeah so we've had some experiences for example like if you walk into a you know what else side topic i have such add but this is probably going this is probably going to really like how many times i say like i'm gonna have to work on that because now i'm gonna have proof and i'm gonna be able to count and it's gonna i'm gonna obsess over it anyway anyway if we walk into a restaurant and we say you know laura has a peanut allergy one of two things is gonna happen usually yeah either on the best case scenario is they're super accommodating they've dealt with it before they totally understand what's gonna happen and they my big thing is if they say I'm going to double check with the kitchen mm-hmm. like that's my biggest like I feel good yeah or other times they'll sort of you know brush it off and just say like oh there's no peanuts in here or like we'll brush the peanuts to the side yeah and that is like a trigger it's like well you clearly don't understand the situation or the severity right and right. I don't want to deal with this being paranoid for the next hour yeah in your you know in your restaurant so we're right. just gonna leave I'm also um, kind of a speed reader and so I can flash read a menu and know if there are nuts on it or know um, how many nuts are on a menu and mm-hmm. therefore gauge whether or not it'll be safe uh, which might not be the best risk factor, but mm, it's the one I use. And I gotta say, calling you out Outerlands because you're awesome, but you have too many nuts. Too many nuts. And we don't go because you have too many nuts. Figure it out. They have a be lot of nuts. better. I remember we went once and I had a salad and their bread, their homemade bread. The homemade mm-hmm. bread was great. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But Jeffrey's... Okay, we... Jeffers. was awesome it was so i was good. like hey man i have a nut allergy i'm not seeing a ton of nuts on your menu but there are some do you know if there? usually what i say is do you know if there are any nuts on the menu that are not explicitly stated and that way i can kind of trigger them into thinking about hidden allergens and where they might need to ask the kitchen or at least that's my hope and this guy was like we can absolutely accommodate you he went through each menu item with me and was like there are nuts in this we can take them off there are nuts in this we can take them off and I will double check with the kitchen on everything and I felt so super safe and so cared for and it really is just like it's hard to explain but when eating a food can be a life or death situation for you having someone be that explicit and really 
take the time to go over it with you is it feels like you're being cared for. Right. I wonder, so we should have like a, like a, like a characterization or a category. Mm. Like allergen, what? Allergen. I don't know where you're going here. Like if we had to give them like a one to 10 rating oh. on their allergen awareness. Oh yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. What, what would you say? One to 10. Superstar. So that's okay. So superstar is 10. <laughs> they were, yeah. I mean, I would say even 11. The only other time when I've experienced a level of reassurance, confidence, and service like that around my allergy mm-hmm. is at my dad's country club. And I grew up going there. Like they've yeah. known me since I was a kid and they know all about my allergies. And it's like part of their job. Yeah. The, the allergy assurance rating. Allergy assurance. That's yeah. a good one. So the allergy assurance rating for Jeffries in Austin, Texas is an 11 out yeah. of 10. Out of 10. So crushing it. Crushing it. If you have a kid with nut allergies, take them to Jeffries. Um, yes. That reminds me of the only other time that I felt like super comfortable was when we went out with oh I forget my brother-in-law's friends and she also had a nut allergy so it was yeah it was fantastic but she didn't ask but you did yeah because I'm crazy she probably didn't ask because you did it seemed like she never asked and she just risked it risked it risked it risked it we're getting into other restaurants we still haven't even talked about what we ate we haven't even got Okay. Okay. Jeffries. So, Jeffries. Wine, awesome. Allergy assurance, awesome. awesome. And then we ordered some food. We ordered deviled eggs because oh, yeah. if deviled eggs are on the menu, we're we ordering them. them every time. So good. These were so yummy. They were truffled deviled eggs. And they had little two to an slices. Order, or two, one, two halves. Two, yeah. One full egg. One full egg, two halves to an order, which was perfect because we're two people. Mm-hmm. And they had thin slices of black truffle on top and it was so yummy and they did this really smart thing that I've never seen before they took some of the filling and put it on the bottom of the egg so that it would stick to the plate and they wouldn't mm-hmm. slide around you have such a good memory thank you you're welcome I didn't remember any of that yeah. but I as you say it I did I thought do, it was obviously. so thoughtful it was great yeah that's the thing. At places like Jeffrey's, like the reason why they're so great is because it's all the teeny details. Right. Also, I really like when restaurants give you small portions, but they're delicious. Yes. That it's, salad was also really yum. Yes. Do you remember? I do remember. Um, do you remember what was in it? No. It was tomatoes and watermelon oh, yeah. with, I think herbed ricotta, halved roasted Kalamata olives, which was something I never thought I needed, but I do. And I think basil and mint. Okay. It was so good. It was delicious. It was only like three or four forkfuls each, if I remember. Yeah, because they split it between us and it was so yummy. So good. That's what I'm talking about. Little portions, but delicious. Yeah. Because if it's too much, it's like too much. You get. I know. They mm-hmm. really focused on like the full flavor profile. Mm-hmm. That's. I think that's also why I love Jeffries is because everything that they did was awesome. It wasn't like they had an awesome kitchen, but shitty service. It wasn't like they had 
awesome service and a shitty kitchen. It's mm-hmm. like everything was on the same level. Agreed. Yeah. So I ordered, I think I ordered the Wait, new... before we did that, what did they drop at the table that you loved? They gave us like herby popovers. Oh my gosh. With those were so delicious. Ricotta, the bread. Ricotta, like honeyed ricotta, I oh think. Oh my gosh. Those and were so you good. loved it. You bit into it and you were like, this tastes like something that I've eaten before, but I don't know what it is. It's like, does it taste like a croissant? <laughs> they were flaky. They were yummy. They were hot it was from so the good. oven. It, it just reminded me of like being young. Mm-hmm. And having they this like delicious, maybe eggy biscuity could have been. It could have been like fried dough. Remember fried dough? I've never had fried dough. Oh, because oh, of your dreams. Fried dough is one of those things that is amazing, and nobody—well, I shouldn't say nobody, but no one who didn't grow up in the East Coast knows what fried dough is, in my experience. Really? Fried dough is, is it a like very just an East Coast thing. Seems to be like a very East Coast thing. Yeah, because I remember seeing it a lot in like boardwalks and like yeah, boardwalks, fairs, um, fairs, um, like flea markets. If you had those <laughs> crazy things, yeah. Um, where I grew up, we had this giant flea market that we would go to, and it was like a huge deal. But you'd always get fried dough, and you would put powdered sugar on it and cinnamon, and you would eat it, and it was delicious. And then I moved out here. I even moved to New York City, and nobody in New York knew about fried dough. Yeah. What the heck? And I remember they blocked this one time. They blocked one of the um, like the street the street blocks in Williamsburg and threw this big I don't know street, street fair, fair thing. block party. Yeah, no, it was more of a street fair where okay. there there were like games and clowns and weird people Did on they have stilts. Fried dough? No, and this what? is this is actually that moment is how I started this whole like what do you mean you don't know what fried dough is? Where's the fried dough? And everyone was like, we don't know what that is. What are you talking about? There's churros. It's like, no. No, that's not the same. Churros are delicious, but they're not the same. I've never had a churro either. Yeah. I I don't know what to tell you. They're great. I'm sorry. It's okay. But those pop-ups or pop-overs? Pop-overs. Delicious. So yummy. So good. We didn't even ask for them. Did we? No, I think they were complimentary. Yeah. They crushed it. They really did. Okay. And then we ordered dinner. So I ordered... I think in New York. I definitely ordered a steak. I think it was you a New York strip. You ordered a New York strip. And Medium. it was a Neiman Ranch New York strip. Mm-hmm. No sauce. No sauce. Just a la carte, right? Yeah. No, that's not what that means. I always mix that up. Whatever. So New York <laughs> New York uh, steak, I think eight ounces. Could have been 12. I, no, I think eight. Eight. And on the side, I ordered cream spinach. Yeah. Which is your favorite thing. One of my favorite things. Yeah. And I ordered halibut. You always order fish. Oh my gosh. She orders fish all the time. Because it's good and it's good for you. And it came with sunchokes and it came with a mussel butter sauce. And I recently discovered that I love mussels. And it came with mussels and I was so excited. And also I ordered broccolini because you can't get enough green veggies in one meal. The broth, I mean, okay, so it's... And they gave us potato puree, which was basically mashed potatoes. Um, Just complimentary, because the chef thought we should have some with your steak. And how did you like your meal? I loved it. 
I love mine too. It, it was, was bomb. so good. The fish was cooked perfectly. It wasn't dry. It was flaky and yummy. So the good. mussels were such a yummy surprise. The sunchokes were really good. The broccolini was amazing. It had like this smoky flavor, which I, I would never expect. And it also had lemon on it, which was mm. so good. Do you remember that? I do. I'm also very impressed with your description of this meal right now. Did you know that I'm a writer? I did know, but I guess when it's happening right in front of me in a conversation, it's I'm just impressed. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I write fiction. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter. Plug. <laughs> right into the plug. <laughs> Underscore masters fiction. <laughs> okay. It's a good read. My flash fiction tweet. Speaking of plugs, we should do. We should try to get like a hashtag, unprofessional palette thing going well people can tweet at us yeah tweet at us just hashtag unprofessional palette we also have a twitter account that's what i'm saying hold on you can add us what is the username <laughs> it's unprof u-n-p-r-o-f palette p-a-l-a-t-e we couldn't get unprofessional palette because it's too some, it's dang too long. long yeah well what are you gonna do how did you like your meal i i mean i your so steak? you know i love steak if steak is on the menu, I get it. Anthony's getting it. Um, yeah, unprof palette. Yeah. At unprof palette. Um, I mean, it was so one thing that I mean, I'm not going to be able to articulate this as well as you. Are you getting more wine? Yeah. Can I have some? Just bring over the bottle, maybe. Yeah, I didn't want to be loud. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. We're doing this in my studio apartment from a one microphone situation. Um. Uh, what was I just talking about? Okay, my steak. So the one thing that I think, like, I think it's kind of hard to, um, well, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say it's hard to mess up a steak, but it's kind of not. It's easy to mess up a steak. Yeah, I think, I think something that is super important is if you order a steak medium, you should get it medium. I mean, I know that's obvious, but there's a lot of times when you order a steak one way and it comes out a little undercooked or a little overcooked. Or whatever and if you're like me you're not super picky when it comes to how your steak is cooked unless it's overcooked but I could eat like I could eat a rare steak I could eat a medium rare I could eat medium I could not I, eat a rare steak I know you couldn't but I what I couldn't do is like ever eat a well-done steak no I can no, eat a well-done steak gross it's dry it takes forever to chew it it's just ruined. you know what I couldn't eat a well-done steak do you remember what Anthony Bourdain said about well-done steak no he says something like, the idiot who orders a well-done steak gets the grossest steak that's been sitting since Monday and has gristle and has been dropped on the floor because if you're ordering a well-done steak, that's what you deserve. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But that's the sentiment of what he said. So now I'm afraid of ever ordering anything well-done because you're going to get shit meat. Well... Yeah, I mean, I don't think you should order anything well done unless it's bacon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only meat I order well done. I hate floppy bacon. Yuck. Floppy bacon. That would be a good band name. Yuck. No, it wouldn't. That's a horrible band name. Floppy bacon. The problem with... Up next, floppy bacon. No. No? The problem with naming bands silly things is if you end up being a good band and you have people like you, then you're stuck with this stupid name. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it's like getting a tattoo when you're 18. Yeah, I have. I, I know. Uh, yeah, similar. Yeah, unless you're like me and you cover it up later in life. But um, yeah. I know someone who I won't call them out because whatever. But I know of a person who's in a band who exactly that happened to them. They named their band a really silly thing. And they're really good. And they, they became very successful. This is in New York City. And they're stuck with this name. What's the band? Mm-mm. I'll tell you later. Um, But it's silly. And you'll go, oh, that's so silly. Okay. Yeah. It's like for... For all intent and purposes, it's it's like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, for example. Oh, that's kind of a cool name, actually. It is a cool name. Get out of here. Floppy okay. Bacon is a dumb name. It's kind of like Floppy Bacon. Yeah. yeah. It's all. It's kind of like Floppy Bacon. Anyway, I loved my meal. I had a great steak. The. Um, what did you think about the pom puree, mashed potatoes? Oh, you know, I think if there was that was also complimentary. Yeah. I think if there was one thing that not that I didn't like it but if there was one thing that I could have done without it probably would have been that yeah I mean it was good it just wasn't they were like, just magical. the cream spinach was amazing your it broccolini was, was amazing yeah um the did what you did you try they my fish? I didn't try your fish mm. the sunchokes? oh I think I did I don't remember I gave Man, you muscles I, don't remember a lot I gave you a muscle for yeah, sure yeah the muscle was bomb muscle was really good yeah what were you saying? What's what called? The palm. The palm. What was puree. it? Palm puree. Palm puree. Palm means potato in French. Aha. Uh-huh. Palm. Yep. Um, yeah. So okay. So um, we ate our meal. It was delicious. While we're eating our meal, our waiter comes over and says, "Hi. I hope you're enjoying your meal. Right now is about the time that we'd ask if you want to enjoy a souffle after the meal because it takes." So and so, how many minutes to cook? And that's when we were like, and he told us the flavors. It was like chocolate with blackberry sauce and vanilla with pistachio sauce or something. And he said, again, we can do it without the pistachio sauce, which again proved that he was winning. He was on it. He was on it. Oh, speaking of how good the service was. Yeah. um, We. We actually came up with the idea to do this podcast that night. Yeah. Um, Let's pause this. Okay. And talk about dessert. Okay. And we'll circle back to this okay. conversation. Yep. So we were like, no, we're going to pass on souffle. Well, first you were like, I've never had a souffle. And I was like, me neither. And then I asked the guy, do you have chocolate cake? Mm. Because it was your birthday and I know that's your favorite. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, we do. So you were like, we're going to pass on this souffle, we'll get some chocolate cake. Boom. Yeah. And then how was your chocolate cake? I mean, it was great. It was like a different kind of chocolate cake, wasn't it? Uh, it was like a double chocolate cake. Mm, okay. And it was, I mean, it was amazing and delicious. And they um, gave us a complimentary scoop of ice cream with rainbow sprinkles and a candle in it. Yes. So you could make a wish. I love rainbow sprinkles. Yeah. Anything with rainbow sprinkles, I'm in. It's one of my favorite things about you because I feel similarly about rainbow sprinkles. I mean, if you put rainbow sprinkles on anything, it's better. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care what it is. That might not be true for flavor, but... Visually, though. Visually. It's better. It's better. There's something about just, like, biting 
a just having a mouthful of colors. Just <laughs> it's the best. I love it. Anyway, uh, oh, also up. we should talk about my older sister, mm-hmm. who I love mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Called the restaurant and had them send over champagne. And it was so yummy. And it was so good. Mm-hmm. And it was so sweet of her and my brother-in-law, Blair, to do. So sweet of them. They're the best. They are the best. Yeah. And it went actually very perfectly with dessert. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, but anyway, so circling back, when we were talking that night before dessert mm-hmm. about making this podcast. Yeah. So here's how good this, the service is, right? So we're talking about this. And we're getting really excited. <laughs> and we're like, yes, this is so cool. I love this idea. Let's do it. And then I put my hand up to give Laura a high five. And we, we do a high five. We do. And just like that. And then this gentleman mm-hmm. who is a waiter who isn't serving our table, mm-hmm. he runs over. And runs. Is, and is like, is everything okay over here, sir? And I just looked up and I was like, everything is great. Like everything is thing. so awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then we had like a, we shared, like shared a chuckle that, you know, he came over because he thought I like raised my hand or whatever for service, but that's how good the service was there. Yeah. Solid. A plus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A plus so, plus. So overall A plus for Jeffries in Austin. I would go again for sure. Definitely. If we ever find ourselves I would, in- absolutely. If we ever go to Austin and we don't go to Jeffries, I'll be sad. Totally. Um... And then what? Something else. When they gave us the check, they gave us oh yeah, we should talk about truffles that. and grapefruit jellies. Which I didn't eat either of those things. Because we had so much food. Very full. So let's talk about, we don't have to talk about the exact dollar amount, but it was, as far as price, it wasn't cheap. It was not cheap. It was definitely a nice dinner out. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go... A special occasion dinner. Special occasion. It certainly wasn't like outrageous, but... I would say... If Three to four dollar signs. Yeah, three to four. Yeah. Yeah, four. I would say four dollar signs. Four dollar signs? Yeah. Well, not everyone's going to buy a bottle of wine. Fair. If you don't buy a bottle of wine, maybe three and a half dollar signs. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And we do go a little crazy ordering. Uh, I wouldn't say. We ordered two entrees and three two sides. Two appetizers and three sides. Yeah. Well, know. we ordered two sides. We got one free. Oh, right. I would, I would say it's a normal amount of That's food normal. for a date. Okay, something I do want to talk about, especially since we're on the topic of money, is that the couple to our left... There was no one to, well, to your left, to my right. Okay. To my left, yeah. to your right. Yeah. Did you notice? I didn't look at them at all. Okay. Tell me more. So, they were drinking cocktails, which if you are... Drinking during dinner and you're not going to order a bottle of wine, cocktails are the cheaper way to go because they tend to have a set price. Usually, depending on your city and depending on the cocktail, it's like 8 to $16. Mm-hmm. And I believe in Austin at Jeffrey's, I think their cocktails were $12. So they were drinking cocktails, probably had two each. Um, and then they ordered... The tomato and watermelon salad that we ordered and split it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they ordered a steak and split it and got three sides. Okay. And I don't think they did dessert. So it is doable. What is? On what, a budget. I don't know what's your point. Oh, so you're saying that they ate like frugally? Yeah. 
Okay. Well, they, like, they split everything. Got it. They shared everything. They didn't get a bottle of wine. Even a glass of wine at Jeffrey's was crazy. That just because of, like, the kinds of wine that they had. So if you need to be, like, on a budget but still want to enjoy the experience... You can split things. You can split things. You can get cocktails. Got it. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Fair point. You also got sunburned today. Your I shoulders are red. Sunburned. Yeah, both of them. Are they red? Yeah, they are. You did. You Should we have it. gotten aloe? Should we cut down some aloe in your yard? I have an aloe tree. Is it a tree or a bush? I have no idea. I have an aloe plant. I think an aloe is a succulent. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, I have aloe leaves in my backyard, so we should maybe get them. We should cut one down before it gets dark. Hack it. Also, you know what's weird? Tell is me. how much my backyard has just died. Everything is dead. Like, look at it. So, just to, for you, everyone listening, who is it no one is. at this moment. Who is no one. But I have a backyard. It's not a big backyard. It's what you would expect a small San Francisco backyard would be. It's and nice. It used to be super overgrown. We're talking like three feet tall weeds. Jungle. Jungle Badish. of weeds. Mm -hmm. And now, literally everything is dead. It is... A barren wasteland, which is super think, weird. Do you think we did it? We, we killed did it, it when we started cutting things down. I don't know. Why would we have affected everything? Plants are weird. We may have done it. I don't know. We there's a fire pit out there, and we had friends over. We, we had, had to cut down some of the and grass we had and to weeds weed so that people some could of it. sit. Well, so they could sit, and also so we didn't like accidentally start a huge backyard fire. <laughs> that would have been terrible. Yeah, that wouldn't have been good. But um, I don't know. Plants are weird. plants get plants are smart. They can grow towards the sunlight. Well, that's just growing up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if well, sun is like my orchid I thought trees, plant. Trees do that. Plants do too. My what orchid did? plant in the living room. Have you seen how the flowers? When I first got it, the flowers were facing out, and now the flowers are facing the other way because that's where the sun is coming from. Um. Honestly, like, no. I don't pay attention to those little small things like that because. Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. What? I was gonna. I was gonna say some a man, but I don't want to be. Yeah, that's stereotyping. Yeah. I'm just hyper observant. Right. Because I'm a writer. Because you write things. Okay, so we're rambling. We're almost at. We're at 38 minutes. What do you mm. think? Should we wrap it up? I don't think we should wrap it up. Okay, so this is episode one. Yeah. I think it went fun. Yeah. Did you have fun? We'll see how it goes. We I had, had fun. We'll see you next time. Have a good week. Goodbye. Bye.